Jonesy, this podcast had it all. Three racing states and we went even went international. Yeah, that's what we're doing now. Uh, I think a podcast of this caliber should transcend jurisdictions. Mm. We're talking about the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. And um, just how much of a phenomenal occasion it is. and The turnover. The t- <laughs> My God. The turnover is phenomenal, but it also, <laughs> I, I think it shone a little light. On the uh, on the turnover that we have on our greatest race here in Australia, but uh, more on that during the podcast. Yeah, I would have thought so. And if you're going to turn some over this weekend, where would you do something like that? I think you're going to turn some over with Team Orange, and that's the good people at Ned's. Look, the Winter Carnival's heating up. We're on the back end of the Adelaide Carnival. Thank God, some would say. <laughs> um, so open up your Ned's app and gamble responsibly in there. Um, check us out on our profiles. You can follow us in on a few bets if you like. But if you don't want to, that's fine too. But I'll tell you what, everything you could possibly do on the Ned's app is what you want to do. Get weird and exotic for us, drifters. Absolutely. And uh tell you what, some of the drifters are following in what we've posted or what I've posted, um, those three-leg multis and two-leg multis for the yep. Queensland Derby and the Cox Plate. And there was another one there, the Stradbroke as well. So a couple of drifters have um, following our coattails and, you know, it's good to have a long, long-term long play. You've pulled it off before. Yes. No reason why it can't happen again. Absolutely. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Bye. Bye. I like this part. Yeah, look, I've been looking forward to this all week. Let me tell you, hundred percent. And we're back. Spelling season. Uh, no, no guests this week, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. Um, but Get that on the big jobs, you do, mate. You do. But we'll have some James Healy. Pull your finger out. Um, <laughs> we'll get him on soon uh, to have a chat about all things about our filly. We got an update about her today, actually. We did, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, Brad mentioned going up and visiting her, so let's do that. Yeah. Duh. We probably should just interview him up there, to be honest. That'd probably make more sense. That would actually make more sense. So, yeah, Heels, if you're listening, um, let's sort something out. I know you're a busy boy, but we're really keen to have you on. Mm. Uh. So Defcon Mink is Philly. Um, she is apparently, by the looks of it, and from the feedback we're receiving, she's not mature yet. Not no, by, not by long stretch. That that is what I gathered from uh, the email, reading between the lines. But there seems to be some positivity around what her frame could be. Yes, which is great. It is great. And talking about other positive stuff, mate. How good are our golden girls? Uh, the Olympics. The the shoulders of all of our female athletes must be terribly sore because the blokes have only just started to pull their <laughs> finger out. They've been useless. Uh, harsh. <laughs> How about who's the bloke that won today? Um, uh, Churchy boy uh, won the two hundred meters breaststroke. Oh, it's not even on here. Is it not? He's Came. got. Um, and our men won the rowing. Didn't yeah. They? Oh, look, I yeah. was being harsh, but um, no, that. The girls in the pool, especially, have been unbelievable. Um, yeah, it's 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 funny. So we've we just won our eighth gold um, 
and we only won eight goals for the entirety of the Rio Olympics. So Crikey. we're trending well. We're trending nicely. And we should have another one locked up with the 4 by 200 in the chicks. That happened today, and we got bronze. Oh, did we? So first, second, and third all broke the world record. China, wow. China beat it by a body length, mate. Hectic. Okay. I thought that was on later, but yeah, right. There you go. There's learning, been a bit on, mate. Learning that, stuff in real time. Yeah, mate, there's been a bit on. And um, I've really enjoyed watching the Olympics the last few days. The Boomers last night, been watching been watching the Boomers. They've been great. Paddy Mills from the three-point line, goggles on. You love to see it. <laughs> um, my cousin is married to Maria Faye, who is in the beach volleyball team. They won yesterday as well. Um, so good to see they're going. Well, too. It's it's all happening, which is fantastic. And um, I actually did some research about um, how elite Australia are. Yeah, go on. Because the top five nations, they have quite dense populations. Oh, God, yeah. So if they wanted to be on par with us, they would have to win a shitload more medals. Mm. So China is – I think they're leading – they're up top with, I think, about 14 golds. Um, but – I did this on a population per medal tally. So China, 99 million per uh, gold medal. Right, okay. So three, uh, what's that, five Australians, four Australians. Yeah. United States, they're second on 13, uh, 13 golds, 25 million per gold. Okay, yeah. So one Australia. Japan, the host nation. So the host nation usually just, you know, gets a sprinkling more of uh, – Yeah, we, yeah. we came fourth in Sydney in 2000. We did pretty well. Yeah. <clears throat> so 9.7 million for Japan per okay. gold. Yeah, not bad. Going to leave Australia last. Yeah, okay. Russia, so they're not competing under the Russian flag, but they're still competing. Figure that out. And yeah, it's then- a bizarre scenario. <clears throat> 12.6 million for each gold. Okay. And then Australia, 3.1 million per gold. How knocking, good? Knocking me out of the park. Yeah. Oh, mate, we're just a nation of athletes. By the stats I'm seeing, we're at least three times better than the host nation themselves. Yeah. And we've always been – we always punch above our weight at the Olympics. We always have. We're a nation of athletes. And when, you, when you're growing up and you're, you know, you're basking in the beautiful, glorious weather that we have – most of the year round, there's a lot of water activities that we're privy to that a lot of other nations aren't, and and as a result, we tend to be pretty good at them. But it's just the, I reckon it's just the ticker, mate, the Aussie ticker, the Aussie spirit, and um, yeah, look, it's been it's been unreal, and I think I think we'll have a really successful Olympics if we can finish in the top five, mate. That's unreal. Well, yeah, fingers crossed, fingers crossed. I think Mac Horton still to swim, is he? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and with no Sun Yang cheating his way to a gold. Surely he'll be uh, he'll be right up there. So uh, yeah, loving the Olympics. Before when it when it started, I was like, eh. Mm. And then I just I got right into it. I'm loving it. Oh, it's awesome! I just love watching all the different sports. Um, yeah, that you never usually would watch. No. And you know what? Cheering home a swimmer is a lot like cheering home an horse. <laughs> kick, kick! Come on, Kyle! Kick. Come on, Kyle! <laughs> kick! Get over oh. the top of him! Get over the top of him! Yeah! And um, uh, Ariana Titmus, the Terminator from Tasmania. Mate. She's an absolute threat. Her she, coach oh, behaves man. like a punter who's just won the bloody quaddy. Australian of the year. Oh, God, yeah. 
He's yeah, he's unbelievable. Kind of ha- quite a bit cr- uh, uh, Kieran Maher about him. Yeah, he does have some Kieran Maher like characteristics. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was such a hoot, and just within an hour, the amount of quality memes <laughs> I saw um, it flooded my social media. But let's leave the Olympics there. Uh, Brisbane, twenty thirty two as well. So we'll be the host. Of, we'll probably be like commentating on the Olympics by then. So yeah, maybe equestrian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mate, dress up. <laughs> yeah, mate, you could see could see some absolute elite horses uh, in the equestrian by then. Shitark was giving it a good crack, isn't he? Speaking of, speaking of, <laughs> this week our spelling season, we're we're kind of indulging in some of our favourite calls of all time. So it's the greatest calls of all time according to us, and we're ch- we're chucking in some Olympics in there as well. So we're going to do a hybrid of. Horse racing and the Olympics as well. But, and because we've got a brand new little mixer here. The Roadcaster. No Spono. No Spono. Happy for you to come on. But um, <laughs> we can actually bring this audio to you through the magic of technology. So, number five, I reckon we'll just let the audio do the talking. Yeah, I reckon. Here. I reckon so, mate. Arrows on the inside, cop and Eiffel can't go with them. Get in turn behind those between runners where we own a teaching on the inside. Linville Dady and at the tail in the field, we're looking about He's five or six metres to Boomerowie boy. I think we're going. I think we're going. He's leading the way. It's a liar, Rose. Leads by two metres in second placing. No, I don't think I'll get through this. Hello, Yatesy, where are you? We need you, mate. In front of Liar Rose, down the outside, trying hard, was one step closer, but the Liar Rose wins. Second placing, we own a teach, and I think, or on the inside, Cop and Eiffel. You know what that is, mate. That's Aussie ticker. Just making sure that you've finished the job when you have to. Oh, mate. I remember the first time I saw that. Can you remember when Vossi was still with Channel 9 mm. and he had a segment on the NRL footy show called Stuff You May Have Missed? Yeah. So that's the first time I saw it. And that would have been oh, 10 years ago, I reckon, maybe maybe in 2010. Well, that's when the YouTube video is from. But I was watching it with Dad and the two of us, mate, were, were <laughs> actually crying, like with laughter. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. And, and for you people at home – who want to check it out, literally just YouTube horse caller, uh, horse race caller loses his voice and it's one of the first things. It is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and I don't, I couldn't even tell you what horse won that trice race. <laughs> I think it was a liar, Rose. <laughs> I think we're gone here. <laughs> oh. All right. Oh, I don't think I'm going to make it. <laughs> Next one. So this one brings a tear to my eye. Oh, man. I reckon this is Bruce McAvaney's absolute – Top-notch job. It's his best ever. Kathy Freeman in the Sydney Olympics, bringing home gold in the 400 metres. Away, Freeman out well. A mighty roar. How good's the full body suit? Mate, aerodynamics, every every little bit helps. Mm. 400 metres, brutal. Oh, so brutal. Especially just a sprint. And imagine the, so in the lead up to this, most pressure on of any athlete that we have because mm. Ian Thorpe was smashing world records as a 17-year-old and she won silver at the Atlanta Games four years earlier. 
So just listen to Bruce give this uh, a ride. Kathy lifting. He just, I don't think there is a person on this earth that loves sport more than Bruce. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with that. He's he's unreal. Just his knowledge of sport uh, as a as a whole and his ability to pick the moment and to say the right thing at the right time. Mm. Like what a what a repertoire. So that's athletics, obviously. Mm. Uh, horse racing, AFL. What else has he commentated on? Um. I think he's done a whole bunch of stuff. Well, he was the he was the basically main main guy when it came to the Olympics mm. for probably three or four of them, if not more. Oh, I think he's done, yeah, more than that. I think he goes right back to like the eighties. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's, he's quite old, but yeah, he just has a knack for calling. But um, can you remember that in two thousand? Uh I remember the Olympics. I don't remember the race. Yeah, I, I remember the race yeah. pretty clearly. Yeah, I can't really remember the call, but yeah. man, I got tingles. Yeah, just watching that. That's yeah. unreal. It's like, and the huge thing was I watched the documentary of um, the Sydney Olympics. It's on YouTube if you wanted to yeah. watch it. It's like an hour and a half long or something. They basically go through like all these different events. So the triathlon was the. So I think the host nation is able to like introduce new sports to each one. And, um, yeah, triathlon was what the Sydney Olympics brought to the table. Oh, okay, there you and go. It's like it's a great addition. It's a great mm. – I would never watch the triathlon if it was just like a Sunday afternoon, but at the Olympics. Oh, God, like, yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable what those athletes do. Anyway, they go through all the different ones and then they had the um, the pole vaulters and there was an Aussie chick who was going up about against uh, an American chick. Oh, what's her name? She was a Russian. Yeah, had like a Russian background. Yeah. She, you know what? She runs, you know, on Racecourse Road, that gelato place. Yeah. She owns that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I can't remember what her name is though. Far out. That's, there you go. There you go. A woman of many talents. Some local knowledge for you. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, she, Kathy finishes and the crowd, and she did a, a victory lap. And the pole vaulter from America, she was like, the crowd just lifted behind her. And she's like, I just imagined that they were cheering for me. And then she just got o- got over the pole vault and then, yeah, she won gold. There you go. Hectic. Yeah. yeah crazy. I can't wait for it, mate. It's going to be so sick. Mm. All right. Number three on our list now. Far out. If you're a horse racing fan, you know this call. Mm. And you know and you have to love the golden tonsils of Darren Flindell. The Dali TJ Smith stakes can Chautauqua create history with a third win. They're all set and they're off and racing. And a great line out, the favourite Russian Revolution, the first into stride. Phil Swift jumped very well, so did Malabira. And Japanese was right up with the leaders. English a lot closer in fifth. Have you seen the footage of Gay Waterhouse cheering home English? Up until the last 20 minutes. (laughs) He looked hard. Well back in the field, there is Terra Vista as they find their positions. Darren the outsider. Further back then to Spieth, Rebel Dane. Chautauqua's two lengths behind them last. It's Russian Revolution in front from Phil Swift. 
Quick then Malaguera English Coming is creeping closer on the fence. Further back to Japanese Coming who's come the off the bridle. Still They're three, followed two by target inside off. astern. It's Tommy been Berry's hard riding. Came Tavachi from Voodoo. He doesn't look comfortable. Darren's out very deep. Chatakwa last fell swoop goes up the inside of Russian goes. Revolution. Stride for stride, fell swoop. Russian Revolution. English comes off heels Second and the mare is starting to let English down. English looks the English goes after fell swoop. Russian still Revolution's run his race further back to Voodoo Land. Here he comes. It's English and fell swoop fighting it out. Chatakwa very late. It's English a half length in front. Can he do it? Chatakwa, he's flying. Yes, there's history. Chautauqua makes it three in a row. That is unbelievable. He got up to beat English and fell swoop. Then Tavachi Voodoo Lad. Gorgeous. Russian horse. Revolution, Malaguera, Darren Rebel, Dane, a stern Japanese. Chautauqua, he's flying. Yes. <laughs> I reckon Darren might have had a sneaky coin on Chautauqua that day. Oh, I think so. <laughs> Mate, he's, you know, I'm going to commentate history and I'm going to I'm going to call it like I have money on this horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, I'm calling this like my entire house depends <laughs> on it. <laughs> yeah. I'm financially invested in this result. Yeah. Um, no, it's incre- an incredible call and, you know, we could – we could pick a ton of his. Oh, yeah. Um, we could do a list just with his calls. Uh, but that's the one that probably stands out the most. Yeah, I think so. And for punters alike, mate. But this, the next one, I hope you didn't actually watch this last night and I hope you actually don't know it. I hope this is the first time you've ever seen it. It is. This is unbelievable. This is Ray Waring calling Susie O'Neill breaking the world record in the 200-meter butterfly, not even at the Olympics, in the Olympic trials. Now, this record was uh, still intact for 19 years before this race. Mate, this is, this is Rabs at his absolute best. So it was a 20-year-old record yeah. leading into this. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Gee, where's Mad Ann Butterfly? Yeah. Mm. Well, let's just let's let Rabs tell the story here, mate. Go so on, we're, we're t- coming in at the last 100, so they're about to do their little tumble turns, which isn't that impressive? <laughs> yeah, it is impressive, mate. Yeah. All right, here we go. Really comfortable. She looks controlled. Let's look at the 100-metre split. One double oh two four. She's done that without it costing her too much in energy. Last night, Susie was a second outside world time. Now she's a second under it. Keep going, Susan, my girl. <laughs> <laughs> and forget the other girls, they are doing well. But the signature of all eyes is the great Madam Butterfly. Butterfly is that alpha strike. Yeah. Thomas will not go away. Patria Thomas was a absolute stroke. She needs to keep having those ankles come out of the water and a nice long stroke. 133.69 split time. She is a second underneath it. She can do it. Susie O'Neill can do it. Ooh, crap. The vital final lap. She's a length in front. Thomas is second. She's still pushing her. It's O'Neill in front. 0.98 in front of world time. There's the line again. It's wearing her down. O'Neill in front of it. The line is getting her. O'Neill's in front of it. The line coming at her. Hang on, Susie. Hang on, Susie. Five to go. You're going to do it, are you? Susie. Yes. 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 She's done it. How good is that? Her dream has been realised. There's a husband with family in the crowd. Oh, my God. How good, good is Ray Warren? Man. He, do you know what? He called it like he was one of us. <laughs> you know? 
Go, Susie, my girl. <laughs> the great Madam Butterfly. <laughs> Susie O'Neill, she's flying. <laughs> Mate. Butterfly is a pain in the ass. You've got to be elite. Well, all right. So this, I reckon this sums it up. So obviously with the coverage this week, Ian Thorpe, who I think he's coming into his own because at the start he was jumbling over his words like one of the best, like like us pretty much. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but he's coming into his own. And um, I think he was watching the Hungarian guy who he the beat Phelps at the last Olympics or he just lost to him. Right. Um and he's the current world record holder. He's an absolute freak. He's mm. they were saying like if there was any medal guaranteed at the Olympics this year, it was that guy winning the two hundred meter butterfly. Yeah, okay. Like he's he's like three lengths better than everyone else. Gee whiz. It's crazy. Yeah. Um and Ian was going like, um yeah, people usually say that, you know, butterfly is one of the one of the hardest strokes or the hardest stroke is like it's actually it's actually one of the easiest. It's all about momentum. Like Ian, <laughs> you were the best to ever do it for freestyle, mate. Surely <laughs> that's the easiest. Ian, not all of us are no. blessed. <laughs> no, with basically two flippers instead of feet, mate. That that photo that you sent through to the group chat, you're like, oh. you had a bit of a dig at Ian's fashion choice. <laughs> and I was like, leave the poor guy be, the Olympic Olympic hero. <laughs> what I couldn't take my eyes off was those bloody Air Force Ones. Yeah, well, I couldn't. It was a strange choice because he had a brown pinstripe suit with Air Force Ones, and it it wasn't a f- it wasn't. I don't. I think he bought it off the rack. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't exactly tailored. No. Uh, to be fair to Ian, um, Nike actually created the torpedo, especially <laughs> for him, because they didn't make uh, shoes big enough to fit his feet. He's got absolute flippers, mate. They're enormous. Yeah, size 18s mm. and the rest. Um, yeah, so because – and I've chucked I've chucked in a few extras here just yeah, to indulge. On. Just to indulge. So we couldn't do Ray Warren if um, – just on swimming. Like that, I think that's his best call ever. What's, like, he, what's he known for, though? Rugby league. <laughs> More specifically, his call oh. in the 2015 grand oh. final of the Brisbane Broncos playing the Cowboys. Taken to ground. 12 out. One to go. The greatest Tackle grand five. final of all time. This is the last. Comes up Blair. Got rid of Blair. Pushes away from the cover. Good JT. Six seconds ago, look at Morgan. Morgan. Draws three, bang. Stella loves it. Blowing his load. What an incredible game. I remember where I was. Watching this. Yeah. yeah. Well, you don't believe in fairy best game tales, of football What I always remember about right Kyle Felt scoring in the corner is Darius Boyd's just 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 collapsed, yeah, under his weight, just in absolute despair. I think there's another angle as well <clears throat> of Sam Thiday doing the exact same thing. Mm. It's like, oh well, it's JT. He's going to kick it. Yeah. Well, have the follow up here of Rabs just giving a bit of a. Bit of a summary of what what's about to happen. JT. Four times Dally M player of the year. <laughs> Golden boot winner. Oh, I love you, JT. Four times players player of the year. 
Kennedy. It looks to me as Oz taking the steel work. Do you reckon everyone was gone for JT in the, this in the commentary is a box? Movie. <laughs> oh, bastard. Wow. What else can this grand final provide? Wow. Rory crossed Jason. It was curling back. Curling back as it always does for Thurston. Curling back. Seeing his slow mo. Bang. Reaction. He stays down. He looks up. It's coming. It's coming. It's leaning. Throws his hand up. Oh, he was going to say yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What about that, Gordon Tallis? I would have been the great. No, nah, we'll leave Gordy there. <laughs> Gordy? Yeah. Working for Channel 9 back in those days. He's yeah. um, going to the dark side. Oh, mate. Unbelievable. So, mm. yeah, Rabs, he's, he's got, still got to be my, one of my favourites. Um, <sighs> now, this list couldn't be – we couldn't have a, a list like this without our, our favourite girl, Winks. Look at her. Look at the clip of her. Oh, she's just absolutely gorgeous. And um, oh, I forgot, I f- had a mind blank on the caller. Matt Hill, <laughs> um, who is doing some of his best work in the rowing. He is actually. Yeah. I was going to mention that to you. Yeah. But let him just, Turnbull, probably her best win, um, comes from the clouds. But yeah, let's Matty Hill. Take runs and they were followed by Tally and Winks sticking towards the inside but trying to pick up some ground. Trap for Fools has the running of the 300 metres. John Stowe back to the inside. Kings will dream. There's a gap for Winks. He's going to have to explode. Trap for Fools at the 200. Kings will dream back to the inside. Winks down the middle. Kings will dream at the 100. It's getting desperate. Now Winks is storming home. Winks over the top. Oh, this is too good for Cart Beater. Winks has won it by a leak. Like she was in desperate trouble there. She's still one by length. Oh, she's something incredible. We'll never see the likes of her ever again. What's so? And I know we, we talk about this all the time, and I've said this to you a thousand times. What makes her so special is how quickly she got through her canter and her stride. It was incredible how quickly she could. It's just a freak of nature. That's yeah. what she was. 100%. Now, I hope you haven't seen this. I might have actually shown you this previously. Um, I, I watched this game. Yeah. And, but I haven't since watched it, I don't think. Okay. So I hope you haven't seen this. I swear I swear, I would have shown this to you. You probably have, yeah. yeah. But this is uh, the 2016 grand final between Sydney and the Western Bulldogs. Western Bulldogs uh, putting away about a 60-year drought from memory um, against the Swans. So this is – this is the moment of the grand final that everyone remembers. So Buddy Franklin going for a for a kick, Dale Morris tackles, Tom Boyd, much maligned, but should have won the Norm Smith that day. Um, they took a huge risk on him, signed him. He basically won them a premiership. Then he left for mental health reasons. But Brian Taylor, this, so this isn't the Channel 7 call. This is the Triple M call because he loses his mind. And it's unbelievable. 
It's a nine-point margin. Hunter back inside 50 with a kick gobbled up here by the Swans. Handball comes out to Callum Mills. He looks back inside with a sizzling little low drop punt. Here's Buddy Franklin knocked away by Morris. Couldn't mark it. Naismith Kennedy handball out to Buddy. Buddy tackled by Morris. Goal! Dropping the ball. Boyd took the advantage and played on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's oh! kicked the goal from inside the centre. He's a big boy, isn't he? Oh, that was when Triple M was at its absolute peak. <laughs> yeah, oh it was. my God. JB. JB, uh, Spud, rest in peace. Um, I think Gary Lyon, it might have even been – I reckon that might have been his last game right. for um, Triple M as well. So, oh, yeah, just dropping a big F-bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So good, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. He just loses his mind. No, it's, that's good, man. That's, that's yeah. unreal. Uh, the last honourable mention that we have before we get into our number one. So we've had about five or six <laughs> honourable mentions yeah. here. But uh, Maccabi Diva. Now, Greg Miles, it, he famously talked to uh, Bruce McAvaney before it, before the race, I think a week before or something. He's like, so what it wouldn't have been a week before because Cox played. So it was probably like the weekend before, probably Derby Day. Yep. And he goes, so for the Diva, mate, have you, have you got a line ready? And he's like, no, I haven't even thought about that. He's like, well, you better because that's going to be shown for generations to come. So premeditated, but he absolutely nails it. This gives me goosebumps each oh, time I see it. She, she was unreal. And back behind them, here's McKayvey Diva. A nation roars for a hero. She's starting to wind up. 300 left to go now. McKayvey Diva's racing up. Envoy's trying to go with it. They've got to Portland Singer and Lachlan River. Here comes like a Belkin. Stays with that. But a champion becomes a legend. Oh, she was gorgeous, McIvy. Just a tough horse, mate, and and to do it at that weight, sixty man. kilos, fifty nine. Mm, man, so, yeah, top weight in a Melbourne Cup, th- three in a row. She was giving, I think, two to three kilos away from the rest of the field at yeah. least. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Uh, that was her last ever run as well. So, yeah, three-time Melbourne Cup winner and a Cox Plate winner. And she won the Cox Plate, uh, what, a week ago? Yeah. Nine days before that. Unbelievable. So, yeah, the Melbourne Cup that year was an afterthought. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Special girl. Right, number one. This is my favourite call of all time. Greg Miles again. Now, what? We're talking about this because we've chucked this in for our Lab Brokes um, articles, which we do each week, um, special interest blog that we do. Uh, search Lab Brokes blog and go down to the special interest section. You'll see some stuff that we put in there. But Lonroe winning the uh, Australia Cup. So, mate, I had a look back on Lonroe's career. 35 starts, 26 wins, nine group ones. Yeah, mate, he's an incredible horse. Unbelievable. Dad's favourite. 
He was unbelievable. Gorgeous. Gorgeous horse. Um, still had his nuts. Still has his nuts. Mm. Yeah. So he's just putting out little Lomros everywhere. Little liars. Yeah. <laughs> Sake. Damn Sake <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, the 2004 Australia Cup, um, I think it was his second last – it was his last run in Melbourne. Um, and, yeah, Greg Miles – why we put this in instead of Maccabi Diva was because this was just off the dome. This is just something that he came up with on the spot. Wasn't premeditated. Wasn't yeah. premeditated. So what he does here, it is unbelievable. So we're picking it up at the start, start of the straight. So um, before Lonro gets in desperate trouble. Mm. Kaibi Diva, the jewel, dropped out last. Physique, the leader in the straight from Mummify. There's the gap coming for Lonro. Sound action tries to pocket him. Beatman in a bit of trouble trying to force through. He got checked, the champ. And Sound action hit the front now from Mummify. Lonro, the champion's in desperate trouble. Delzeo's gone past him. 150 to go. He's got to the outside. Delzeo in front. The crowd roaring. Go, Lonro, go. But the three-year-old's in front. Delzeo. Lonro, he's coming. He's going to get there. Yeah! What a champion! What a way to go! He beat Delzeo. Elstrom is third, and they were followed close. The crowd's yelling, "Go, Long Row, go!" And they were. Oh, unbelievable! You actually like if you listen to it again, you actually hear the crowd like when he gets over the line. The crowd just erupts. Mm. Insane. I wonder what price he was that day. I think it was pretty short. He would have held a lot of punters' yeah. money, obviously. But yeah. um, no, nah, like, he was he was special horse. Like Maccabi D was back on the fence there. Yeah, like sh- she went further. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think she did. She was a springtime filly anyway. Yeah, man. Yeah, she she, she knew when to turn it yeah, on. Yeah, so, special girl. Yeah, Lonro. He, he was a he was a man for any season. Yeah, he's a real punters' horse, Lonro. Yeah, um, great ticker. I don't think he ever lost. Um, twice in a row. So if he lost the race, he'd win the next one. Wow. Okay. Mm. There's a start. But that's all she wrote, mate. So yeah. mate, lots of fun. So much fun. Um, we might even do this again, just like of horses that we love, and basically over the last four to five years that we've been taking a very close interest, and uh, we might even do that. As a, as a top five or something. Yeah. Horses we have a bit of a love affair with. Mm. Um, everyone knows what mine is. But, <laughs> yeah, there's, that's a great shout, mate. And, yeah, maybe horses that, you know, from the last four or five years, yeah, like you said, um, because there's some classics that, you know, obviously we love. Yeah. Um, can we include Winks in our list or not? Oh, we'll just have to do a different race. Then. <laughs> Once she mows down Fox play. Ooh. That was unbelievable. Cheer who? Uh, but, yeah, that's it. Um, thank you for having us. It's always a pleasure, never a trawl. But, uh, yeah, mate, we'll catch everyone next week. Until next time. Hooroo.